listening to Splash with Shalene Bryan. Get ready to be splashed with love and laughter to rehydrate your soul. Welcome to another episode of Splash. I'm Shalene Bryan here with my buddy, Barbara Cameron. Hey, everybody. We're ready to splash you with a little love and laughter to rehydrate your soul. So how are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great. <laughs> it's always a great day when we're in the splash zone. So huh? Just wash this stuff away. I just feel better. It's yes, amazing. It but today, we have a super special guest, one of my favorite people, for sure my favorite person on the East Coast, someone that's been not only an inspiration in my life, but to thousands of Division One athletes. Our guest today is the Senior Associate Athletic Director for Academic Affairs for Athletes at Liberty University. Woo! Go Flames! <laughs> welcome to the Splash Zone, Christy Bites. Hello, Christy. So welcome to the Splash Zone. Hello, ladies. Super excited <laughs> to be on. We are so happy you're so here. I just could you. reach through the phone and I grab know, you. Huh? Yeah. She's such a big deal. I couldn't get her on a flight out here from Virginia. She was willing to come, but uh, it's kind of, she's in the throw of it. They just I came know, back yeah. after holiday. Yeah. It's it's amazing. It's 2020. But the first time I met you, Christy, you probably don't remember the first time we met, but it was between Brooks' sophomore and junior year of high school. Bryce and I were out um, at the recruiting camp for Liberty's women's lacrosse team. It's the middle of August. It's like 105, buddy. Mm, you know, my, my favorite goodness. humidity because, yep. yep. you know, I love tank tops. Yeah. <laughs> Not. Um, and it, all of a sudden, all these potential recruits get called into the locker room, which we were so grateful for because there was air conditioning, the women's <laughs> lacrosse locker room for orientation. The head coach, Coach Kelly Nagel, she was saying a few words, and then she introduced her boss. Mm. Bam. I mean, <laughs> just Splash family that is listening, picture a younger version of the mom from Blindside. That's Christy. Okay. <laughs> she comes in and everyone just leans forward. It's like she's just a mover, shaker, the train's mm. moving, and you just want to say, Can I get on? <laughs> it was awesome. And <laughs> do you remember? I mean, there were so many recruits in there, but for me, you can just tell when people are fake loving their job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because haven't you said yes. this to people on the phone before? Like, could you put the script down? Like, I called the credit card company. I'm like, girl, hello, put the script down. I need to talk with you about my credit card fraud. Well, as Christy was sharing with all these potential student athletes, and for those of you listening that maybe your child's dream, they're in high school right now, is to go turn this up. You don't want to miss this information. It's very valuable. Um but it was so awesome to see how much Christy loved her job. Yeah, she does. I met Christy <sighs> a couple of years ago, and she does. She loves she her loves job. She loves her the job. students. Yeah. She just pours herself into them. Yeah. And I was at Liberty this summer. She asked me to speak to about 200 freshman athletes. She puts on a summer bridge program, which is brilliant. So the freshmen get to come before school starts, kind of learn the lay of the land. And at this orientation, um, I got to tell the story about, you know, bold and all these things. Mm -hmm. But Christy had a story. I told you about it, but I'm going to let her share it mm -hmm. about doing your job. Mm. And it has to do with a spoon. <laughs> do you remember your spoon story? Yes, absolutely. So <laughs> last, you know, it was, it was probably a year ago, I was in the office and I was working late. And I'll be honest, I hadn't even eaten and I didn't realize that I hadn't eaten. And it was like eight o'clock at night and literally had just been in here. 
you know, just working on some things. And one of my staff members stopped by and said, what are you still doing here? And I said, I got a lot of things I've got to get done as we gear up for the new year with our students. And um, she said, well, can I get you something to eat? And I said, sure, sure. You can get me something to eat. So she orders and I got some soup and some other things delivered. And I go to open up, you know, they give you the plastic that has your napkin and the salt and pepper. And it's got, you know, it's supposed to have a fork and spoon and a knife in it. And so I like pull it out to go ahead and start you know, eating my soup and I, I pull the, the spoon out and I, I kind of look at it, but then I dip it in the soup and then I go to put it in my mouth and I realize there's a hole in the spoon. It's not a spork. It's not a fork. It's supposed to be a spoon. So there's, there's not supposed to be a hole in it. Right. And so I kind of like pick it up and I'm, I'm looking at the spoon and my staff member is standing in the doorway and goes, what are you doing? You, you, I can tell something's happening. And I said, yes. I said, this, this and a spoon TED talk has, comes out of this right here. I said, this, this spoon has one job and it's, it's not doing its job. And she says, I have a feeling we're never going to throw that spoon away. And I said, no, we're keeping this spoon. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of kept spinning it in my hand. And I started thinking about our students and and our teams and our student athletes here. And I said, you know, the strength of the team is each individual member, Mm. but the strength of each member is the team. Like you have to do your job. Mm -hmm. And so like in this case, the spoon had one job and it was to be a spoon (laughs) and it wasn't being a spoon. Right. Right. So, you know, I try to, 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 to think about things and I actually I take the spoon to meetings with me and I hold the spoon up and I, when I'm talking with athletes and I say to them, you, you've got, you've got one job here. You're a student athlete. Like you, you got to put the whole job together. I'm not asking you, you, you know, to, to move mountains. I'm asking you to be the student athlete cause that's your job. And so they kind of, they think I'm a little crazy, but I, I still have the spoon. I keep it forever. I think I will, um, with its hole in it. Nonetheless. I love it. No, yeah, I love great. it. And it's funny because when an athlete comes into your office, because she has an open door policy, it's crazy. Um, and they're like, this isn't working out. This isn't working out. And they go, well, may-, she goes, maybe it's not, or maybe you're the spoon. <laughs> like you yeah, might be the problem, right. you know? Right. And so it's, it's amazing. Brooke pointed out something to me about you, that there is a commonality between you and Jesus. And do you know what that is? No. What, what is that? You both welcome interruptions with open arms. It's amazing to me how you invest in people through interruptions. I have never seen it more in anyone's office. High I was power. Just say, yeah, she's when got you an were open there. door policy, right? So the student can walk in at yes. any time. Yes. She's on the phone. She's in her. Yes. She welcomes it. Jesus, when you read in the Bible, welcomed interruptions. And we live sometimes, and I know I'm guilty of it, like I'm too busy, make an appointment, get your butt back outside, talk to my assistant, like I'm somebody. And Jesus goes, I was the king of the universe. You welcome it. It's amazing to me. You know, I, th- I think that that goes back and, you know, Barbara, having you in the office and the opportunity for you to kind of see the, the, the chaos in action, mm-hmm. you know, I, th- I think back to it. And if, if you go to Hebrews and it talks about, do not forget to show hospitality to strangers mm-hmm. for by so doing, some people have shown hospitality to angels without even knowing it. Love that verse. And, and so you, you just don't know, right? right. And, and not that, that, 
I have to know everyone's story, but we've all got a story and people want their stories. They want to be heard. They want to be seen. And, and I want our our student athletes. I want anyone that comes in our building to know you you can come in here anytime. We will, we will stop what we were, are doing. We will, we will serve you because you know, that's, that, that's it. We're here to love, care and serve and ensure that, Whatever it is, big or small, I see you. Like, I see you. I hear you. And I think that's just really, really important to know that. Yeah, come. Come. Please come. Because I'd much rather someone come and and interrupt what I'm doing. Because really, is it is it that important? I would like to think I'm important, but I don't want to be so full of myself that that I don't realize and recognize that we need one another. Like, we mm. need to support one another. We need to love one another. Yeah, we just need to be there for each other. Mm-hmm. How did you adopt a mentality like this? You know, I've read that verse mm-hmm. and I, I didn't adopt it the way she is. And I missed, I'm sure, some divine appointments with people. And you're not. Where did this come from for you? Well, I think as I reflect on things, I am the youngest in my family. Um, my sister is 10 years older than I You would never believe that. Yeah. You think she was the exactly. oldest. She runs the family. I'm just saying <laughs> so, babies out there. Yeah. Yeah. So my sister's 10 years older than I am. My um, brother is nine years older than I am. And as I am going through things, um, I am, you know, reflecting on, I was always in tow with my mother. Like my mom was always driving me around and I didn't realize we were going like from place to place. And, and I was just in the car, like, right. I didn't know where we were going. She said, get in the car. I get in the car and I go. (laughs) And it wasn't until until my mother actually passed away and we were at my mother's funeral and I'm up there and I'm speaking and I'm doing all of these things. Um, when it's over, you know, a lot of things are a blur at a funeral Mm -hmm. and yet there were all these people like, and for me, my mom is like a superstar, right? Like she's my mom. Like how blessed am I? But there were lots of people And lots of people, I didn't know who they were. And so I'm going around and I'm talking with people and I'm doing different things. And as I'm talking to these people, they're like, your mom, um, you know, we couldn't buy a house and your mom helped us with a down payment or I couldn't take care of this. And your mother watched my kids so I could go to work. Or Mm -hmm. right now I'm in a payment plan with your mom because I needed a car to go to work and she helped me and I don't know what to do. And so I kept hearing all of these stories or, you know, there was this huge group of Laotian refugees that had come in to Richmond where I grew up and they needed housing. And within 24 hours, my mom had over 20 people housed and with clothes. And so I didn't realize it then until that moment that this is what I was taught to do my whole life Mm -hmm. is that, you know, you welcome people and you love people and there there really are no strangers, right? You are called to greet and to love everyone. And so whether I'm at 7-Eleven, you know, getting a Slurpee and a big dog or, uh, you know, I'm at the, you know, top-notch place, you love and treat everybody with just such admiration and respect. And that came absolutely from my mother. Mm. Wow. wow. That's good. 
That is, it's beautiful. Mm, and it, really it reminds is. me of uh, the episode when Kirk was on, your son, Barbara, and he said, more things are caught than taught. Mm-hmm. And Christy's mom was doing, love does, hello, Bob Goff, everybody always, these two books that Bob wrote that Christy, you just leak. I mean, mm-hmm. it just comes out of you mm-hmm. because your mom modeled it. She wasn't so busy. You didn't even know she did that for those people mm-hmm. till they showed no up clue. at her funeral. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's a that's beautiful. Yeah, it really is beautiful. How did you get into becoming such a girl boss? I mean, this university has how many athletes, how many sports? I mean, it's huge. We have 585 student athletes right now across 20 NCAA Division One sports. Wow. And so it's it's just growing by leaps and bounds. I mean, it's it's truly spectacular. And she knows everyone's name. People will walk in. Oh, we were in her office. Barbara, mm-hmm. remember this? Right. We're in your office. Were they from Cuba? Where was this family from? The family had come in from Mexico. From Mexico. Was a, yes. Yeah. And the mom was like, where's Christy Bites? Where's <laughs> She comes through with her son because Christy's been loving on her son. That's right. Can you imagine being yes. in Mexico, shipping your kids? There, right. Two the two daughters, daughters and the husband. The, husband. Mm-hmm. the woman takes this gorgeous necklace off her neck and puts it on Christy. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm her friend. Now, wasn't it a butterfly? <laughs> it was a butterfly, right? It was and don't a butterfly. you have a thing with butterflies? Yeah, share that. Yes, yes. So I I absolutely, I, I love butterflies. And so when... Um, when my, after my mother passed away, um, you know, you all are mothers and, and yeah. you, you, you see so many things happening. Right. And so after my mother passed away, like she still planned things for like the next year. Right. Like I'm not here physically, but I've already <laughs> taken care of all of these things, you know? Wow. And so, mm. um, our family, we were going on vacation. Mom had, had taken care of everything. And this was, you know, like four months after my mother had passed away. And, um, I had live butterflies shipped to our, our beach house and our, our family all came together and, you know, we released the butterflies. Um, you know, there had been a special bottle of champagne that my parents had had and we popped the champagne, we played music, we released butterflies. And so when, when that mother put that butterfly necklace around my neck, Without us ever having a discussion, mm. it was just so special. I mean, it really was, it was kind, it was loving, and it was so heartfelt. And it did so much more for me than than she would ever begin mm-hmm. to know in that gesture. And so for the love and kindness mm. that I can give to her son and other sons and daughters of parents that entrust, you know, their their children to myself and to my staff, what a blessing, what an honor it is to to, to pour in to these young lives. Mm. I mean, I knew this story about the butterfly, but this woman did not. It was truly a God wink moment and just so happened, Barbara and I got to be there to encounter it. Mm -hmm. I I just felt so honored to be a part of the background, you know, it was just one of those, God, you're so good. And that you're looking down on your daughter and saying, I got you. I have. You. Yes. 
keep running the race, right? Set before yes. you fixing your eyes on Jesus. It's you're living that. I feel like you're a 21st century pastor in the sense that so often we hear people who say, I'm going to go overseas to Papua New Guinea or here to share Jesus. And Christy goes, no, I'm going to wake up and go to work and share Jesus. I'm going to wash feet. I'm not going to ask for people to give me donations. I'm just going to go do the job in my sweet spot. And everybody always is welcome. But I can't believe I'll go, what's her, his name? What's her name? I test her and she's like, Becky, Robert, his mom just got cancer. Her mom, I mean, she knows everything. Got a divorce. She knows everything. It's unbelievable. Like she knows her congregation. She knows her community well. Mm -hmm. And it's such a beautiful, not only testimony to your mom's legacy, but you just leak Jesus. You see Christ in you without being churchy. And it's it's gorgeous. It's how do tell me how you got into this space and you know, you were a bit of a baller yourself back in the day, field hockey and soccer, right? I mean, come yes. on, just give us a little background. So I think, you know, I, I was, in a sense, the only child because my brother and sister were older. And so I really gave my parents a run for their money. I mean, I was playing soccer and field hockey and involved in a thousand different things and running all over the place. And, and so when it, I went away to college and I was playing field hockey and doing stuff, I just loved helping people. I loved serving others. And I was like, you know, if I could just be a millionaire and serve people, that would be fantastic. (laughs) But it didn't work quite that way that I could do those things. So for me, I said, you know what, I'm going to go into special education. I, I Mm, have a, a, just a heart for helping, um, kids, helping people achieve. And when, you know, like when the cards are stacked against them or people are saying, you can't do this or you can't do that. Mm. I want to fight for that underdog. And so I was a high school special education teacher for years. And, um, I was talking with my sister and I was telling her, I absolutely love what I do, but I love college athletics. Like I just, I, I have a passion for it. And my sister said, you know, Christy, there are these new positions in higher education and they're like academic coordinators and learning specialists and study skills specialists. And they were a thousand different names for them. So, you know, I'm like, I'm going to start applying for jobs. So I literally applied for over a hundred dro- hundred jobs in college athletics across the United States, schools I'd never heard of, places I'd never even seen or been or knew existed. And I got to tell you, I got rejection letter after rejection letter after rejection letter. Oh, they're kicking like, well, themselves that's, now. Yeah, you know, and I'm thinking, well, this isn't building my self-esteem very much. <laughs> but I, you know, like I was trying to, to apply and do some things. And then I got a call um, from the University of Virginia in Charlottesville, Virginia. And, um, you know, they said they had gotten my name from another university and some people that I had, had spoken with there. And I went down, uh, you know, to the University of Virginia and met with a spectacular woman by the name of Catherine Jarvis. And she and I just talked through a lot of different things. And, and literally, uh, you know, in Virginia, we have mountains, but they're not like the mountains you guys have when we go out west. But I'm driving over a mountain to get back home, what I think is pretty big. And uh, I get this call and it's like, we want you to start next week. And so when, of course, when I showed up, I'm expecting there to be like a marching band and cheerleaders because everybody's going to be so pumped up for me to be there. And that quite didn't happen. But, but I get there and I'm like, okay, what do you guys want me to do? And they said, we don't know. We just want you to, to do. And I was like, what? And so I tried to 
combine the things that I did as a um, as a you know as a teacher with what I needed to do in um, you know in higher education and with student athletes, and I started doing all of these different things to serve people. And mm. so I worked at UVA for a couple of years. And then after I was done there, I had this awesome opportunity, you know, to come here to Liberty. And and it truly was a God thing for me to come to Liberty and for me to be a part of things here. Um, you mm. know, they reached out, they said, hey, do you want to come down here and take over this department? And when I started at Liberty, there was only three and a half people here working. And literally we have just exploded. Hello, from an academic Yeah. Yes. Our, our facilities it's, are, are unbelievable. Yeah, I want to live there. The services we're providing, you know, are, are just unbelievable. Um, and so because of that, I mean, I'm just so blessed to be able to to sow into the lives of athletes, ones that come here as freshmen out of high school, ones that say, I'm going to transfer here, mm. or even grad students that say right. they want to come here and be a part of things at Liberty. And so it's probably, you know, when, when people say, how'd you get into the business? It was a it was a path with a lot of twists and turns because I wasn't quite sure and I got a lot of rejection. But there was in my heart that passion of, all right, I'm not going to, you know, when the door opens up, the door opens up. That's right. That's right. And you weren't supposed to have those other doors open. God's like, uh-uh, exactly. this isn't for you. But I'm telling you, this isn't even a commercial for Liberty University. But if you're listening and your child's looking, if heaven had a university, <laughs> it would be Liberty. Isn't Boy. it? Crazy. It's amazing. I, I mean, want to go I did back to, to college. There. They just empower students with excellence from the programs, yeah. the buildings, the people. Everything is everything excellent. about they got a snow mountain you can ski down. They they just empower students. The campus is beautiful. It's everything the most beautiful campus. Absolutely top quality. And anyone listening, if you DM me and you want your kid to go to Liberty or look at it, I will get you a VIP tour with the bites right here. So <laughs> we love you. And we just don't want you to miss out on an, an amazing Christian university. My daughter loves it. Your grandson's doing the mm -hmm. online program, Lev. Yep. He yep. loves it. Yeah. He loves it. It's unbelievable. You know, I've learned as you have Christy and Barbara, and I both know this over the years that for people who are caring, serving, and loving others constantly, we're, or outputters, right? Mm. We have to have time to fill ourselves back up or we're going to burn out. Yeah. What yes. types of things are life-giving for you? Yeah, what fills you up? Well, you know, it's, it's interesting because I think, you know, for, for me at least, and I'm sure at times for you all, that's been a journey to try to figure some of mm. those things out, you know? I, I mean, certainly time with my family it is so vital, but I think it's also to have some time alone, like some some time to, to, to step away from things and really unplug and read and, and, and you know, exercise. And, and you know this, Shaleen, I love to cook. And so yes. for, for oh. me... I just like to cook, right? Like, and, and, and I'm one, but I cook like I've got an army. And, and so in trying to, you know, constantly feed, but that's like my love language. Like I like to do those things and it really does fill my, fill my well to, to be doing and serving. Um, but it's also nice, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I just took some time and just, you know, kind of disappeared to the beach and walked and, and read and, and just kind of, 
I just was. It was nice mm-hmm. to just be um, in, in those moments. But it's so important to take those times because if you don't, then you can't provide and serve if you have nothing to give. That's right. That's right. And it's interesting that God needs us to be fully equipped for the mission he's put us on, the mission he put you in, Christy. And if we don't stay kind and healthy to ourselves, we're actually a detriment to everyone around us. Right. So I want to encourage people listening, even as the start of the new year, is take the Sabbath, If you can only do it one day, you know, the Jews called it the Sabbat, like take that Sabbath and keep it holy. If God himself created the universe in six days and modeled for us the Sabbath, he wasn't joking. He wasn't joking about. And if you can do more than a day, like a few, great, but don't forsake it. I love these corporations like Chick-fil-A and even my friend who owned the William Morris Chevrolet, Mm -hmm. he'd close every Sunday. People Mm -hmm. buy cars on the weekend, never hit his Mm -hmm. bottom line. Chick-fil-A, they're not hungry. Kanye West is writing songs about it. They're not, they get free publicity. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's it's really, it's neat to hear you say that because I think people think that powerhouses like you just have a special gene. I don't know, like (laughs) a little chip or something that you plug in at night and then you go. But it's so important to manage those things because it's important to stay kind and to stay healthy to yourself Mm -hmm. um, as kind. And when she's talking about cooking, it reminds me of this story, Christy. This summer when I was there speaking for her bridge program, she invited us over because she was making like 200 cookies, (laughs) dinner for all of her staff and Brooke and I, and this phone rings. It's like 9.15. She answers it. I mean, she's on 24-7. It's these three football athletes, Miss Bites. We have this paper due. We don't understand it. She's like, come on over. I got a couple tutors right here. We're having dinner. Come eat. They are there in 10 minutes. Mm. They eat. They get their papers out. They're sitting with the computers. And I'm like, this is just every day for you, Christy. Yes, yes. And, and, and the thing of it is... Controlled when, chaos. Yeah, and it really is. But when the call comes in, when someone asks for help, it takes courage to ask for help. Mm. It takes courage to say, I'm vulnerable here. I don't understand. I don't know. I'm a superstar on the field of competition. But when it comes to this class or maybe another class, I'm struggling. And the worst thing that can be said is figure it out on your own. Sorry, it's after hours, can't get with you, can't talk to you. Let's do this. Like, if Mm. this is when we've got to unpack this and we've got to get this work done, you know, we're going to do those things. And, you know, I think about one of the young men that came that night, you know, he had to do a speech in a class and he kept saying to me, you know, I can't do the speech. I don't know. And then, you know, and then he started having negative self-talk, like I'm dumb. I can't do this. And I said, oh, you know, life and death is in the power of your tongue. Yes, you can do this. Mm. So I said, come, can you come and take a walk with me? And he's like, where are we going? I'm like, oh, just walk with me. And so we walked outside of the office. And as you guys know, I've got a track and soccer field right behind me, like literally walk (laughs) out the side door. And so he and I start walking around the track. I'm like, so tell me that speech. And so he starts telling me the speech and we're just going and we're just walking lap after lap after lap. And sooner or later, we're out there like 45 minutes. 
And he's done his speech like seven times. And I looked at him and I lifted up my hand and I high-fived him. And he looked at me and I said, you just did your speech seven times. (laughs) Walk in the track. And he looked at me and he hugged me and he said, I love you. And I said, I love you too. And this kid had only been here a couple of weeks. And I said, I believe in you. And so tomorrow when you go to do your speech, just walk the track, man. Just walk the track. Yeah. You're just having a conversation and you're going to be fine. Wow. You know, I think so often people think they have to have money Mm -hmm. or resources to be kind or to help someone or to be available. And she just went for a walk, people. Somebody needs you to go for a walk with them today. I just believe a listener right now, there's going to be somebody who's having that negative talk. And you're right. There's power. I mean, out of the heart, the mouth speaks and you need to quit the stinking thinking. You know, more than anybody else I've ever met, Christy, I have such respect for you because you are a person who charges storms. And I know you know what I mean by that, but let me let the (laughs) listeners, I'm going to explain this. Um, My son, when he was a senior back in 2015, was on the little homecoming court and I was meeting with his high school activities director, this little cute 27-year-old Haley, and And I'm looking down at her foot. She has these sandals on and I'm not listening to anything she's saying about homecoming moms. You're going to walk with your sons on (laughs) the 50 yard line. I'm just staring at this tattoo and I'm like, what in the heck did she put on the top of her cute little foot? Did she have a bad breakup? Was it a boyfriend's (laughs) name? And so everyone leaves and I'm like, Haley, what is on your foot? And she goes, a Buffalo. I go, what? And she goes, you don't know the story of the buffalo, Shalene? I'm like, no, enlighten me. Like, what's the story of the buffalo? She goes, well, you know, when thunderstorms come in, they come in west to east. And cows and horses, they run east. They want to get out of the storm. They want to get away from it. They want to hide from it. So they run east, but not the buffalo. The buffalo turns west and actually charges the storm and gets through in half the time. Mm-hmm. I see that quality in you. I mean, you charge the storm, sister. You are a buffalo. And my wish for every listener is that you will learn this year. Storms are going to hit us. I mean, we could sit on here today and you could tell me tons of stories, Christy, about funerals, cancer, crap, jobs, births. People can't find their husband. They can't get children. They they can't get in school. They're flunking. I mean, you could sit here too, buddy. And God says, turn west. You're going to get through it in half the the amount of time. And when life feels like a hurricane, because it does. We can be buffaloes and we can charge the storm. I just... I know for me, it's just (laughs) happened, this happened recently where I'm not someone that likes confrontation. And I go (laughs) round and round in my head trying to figure out how I'm going to say this. I'm afraid they're not going to receive it well, yada, yada, yada. And I charge the storm. Yes. I charge that question the fear that I needed to um, confront and after it was all over it was like wow it was great because the reality is and Chris you can speak to this is 
The horses and the cows, by the way, are still in the storm. <laughs> you still have to go through this crap That's right. one way or another. There's right. not magic pixie right. dust. Right. So you either can stay in it for a lot longer mm-hmm. or we can mm-hmm. turn west, face mm-hmm. our fear, because mm-hmm. fear is not of the Lord, right? He That's says, right. fear not, right. Right. and charge it and get through that heartache or heartbreak mm-hmm. or hardship mm-hmm. as fast as you can. That's right. Amen. Right. And Christy is a storm charger. Yes, she is. Woo! <laughs> you, you know, and I think, Shaleen, thank you for that. I, it's I think true. as we look at it and as I try to see with our student athletes, and it really it really translates into so many areas of our life, the things that we we are 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 so fearful of or we're putting all of this angst or anxiety or pressure towards they're not making our top 10. Like they are not the defining moments for us, right? right. And yet we give them power that they don't need. Mm. And so so it's how can we work through this? How can we look at this and say, I see you, but I'm going to keep going through this. Like we're going to be okay and we're going to keep moving forward. Yeah, there's going to be some bumps and maybe even some bruises along the way. But what do we get out of this? Like mm. where are we when we get to the other side of it? What did we learn through it? And and the thing of it is, these these storms in life, they don't go away. So if you just keep running like a horse or or whatever, you're still you're just running in circles. That's and right. I had mm-hmm. someone, I had someone tell me one time, Shaleen, and I think you know who this is, say to me, "I'll run around this barn with you as many times as you want." <laughs> you remember that talk? I'll yeah. run around this barn as many times as you want. Or we can just charge this. Yeah. Like like let's let's do this. And so I think that as as I pour myself into to my student athletes and into really anyone that I come in contact with, I, you know, whether it's the first moment I've met you or we're years down the road, yeah. what storm are we going to charge? How can we how can we do this together? Mm-hmm. And I think that you know that's just really really important. We're not alone, right? We are right. not alone. We were not built to be alone. Mm-hmm. We need to do things together, and we need people around us to support us and to pour in positively. It's too mm-hmm. easy to be negative. It's that's too right. easy to find the the hard stuff or to you know to to come up with all the reasons why not you know why you shouldn't do it. And I I come back to well why not do it? Like that's let's right. just do it. That's right. And speaking about, I want to do a shout out to your dream team. Can you just name your staff real quick? She's got the best staff that has a community and they're all different, mm-hmm. um, but they love each other, warts and all, you know, and they go out and they serve the students, but just name everybody. I just want their name on the Splash podcast. Absolutely. So we've got Carter Hall. We've got Matt Anthony, of course, Catherine David, Courtney Huffman. We've got Lauren Amy, Ruben Gaines, Ethan Chase, Michael Johnson, Jen Burris, and Danny Scarborough. And without them, without them, we would not be successful because it takes a village. she lists them like their children. Right. I had people on my movie set and I'm like, who's, what's the makeup artist's names? What's the DP? She just, they're her family. That's what it looks like. You know, Christy gave me a very special gift last summer at the bridge after I spoke. She gave me my own necklace with a buffalo on it. And I wear that and I pray for you and me that we will continue to be storm chargers and that we will not let fear define 
the epic adventures God has for our lives this year. And I just want to thank you for joining us today in the Splash Zone. You're a rock star. Thank you so much. And and listen, you all are absolutely splashing on the lives of your listeners. And and it's just amazing. It's so refreshing and, and just awesome. So thank you for everything that you all are doing to make a difference in the lives of not just people that you know, but people that you will never encounter, but your mm. words are forever changing their lives. Mm. Well, thank you for that. Well, thank you, Christy. Thanks, Christy. And it was great to thank talk you, to you for listening. Please drop us a note on whatever platform you're listening from. And let's splash towards the storm this year. Yeah. Woo! Thanks for joining us today. Come splash with us at shaleenbryan.com. 